Hey everybody, it's Mike from Bog Talk here. I just want to talk to you guys a little bit before this week's episode. We have been absent for about the past month and uh, it has been fairly noticeable. We understand that, but we want you guys to know we are coming back in February. We will be back in full swing with an episode every week of the Bog Talk you love, talking Marvel, metal, all sorts of things. We're going through a bit of a reformat here, so you're going to have to pardon our dust while we tidy things up and get it all ready to go for you. However, this week we will be beginning with the boys in lost in the dark that's right everybody it is a lost in the bog special for the conclusion to our series on scream so sit back lock your doors and don't forget the popcorn burning on the stove welcome back to lost in the bog welcome back everybody <laughs> we're here with the boys this is the first time we've done one like live like this like in person yeah well i mean we technically you had us on lost in the dark you had us on well lost in the yes, dark, like, yes yes that's true a that's while where, back that's where this all started um but tonight we're here and and just so everybody knows uh we are anticipating aaron to call in soon so aaron should be here shortly but uh we are here tonight talking one thing and one thing only and that thing is the new fucking scream movie what number is it it's the fifth one it's the fifth uh-uh. Really? It's the yep. fifth Scream movie. It's the fifth one? Yep. Because they made some jokes about the fifth one in the movie, so that's hilarious. Yeah, but- because canonically, Stab 5, it was the worst one in the series. It included time travel and had no original characters. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, didn't know that. I haven't seen all of the Scream movies. I've seen most of them, but we're here tonight talking about the brand new one because Alex here oh. is a massive fan. Look at that. Show off your shirt. <laughs> Yeah, look at that gorgeous. It looks like a heavy metal fucking looks like a battle cross t-shirt. <laughs> I got the ghost face joggers on from Cabinet yeah. Colors, bro. I got fucking decked out for opening night. And you you are a, a gigantic fan of this franchise, and that's where we oh, all got huge. together tonight to go out and see it uh together. Uh so so yeah, yeah, you lead the charge here, buddy. Like uh, what's okay. uh what do we want to start with? So my favorite thing is that. I get to see a new Scream movie in theaters again. What? Uh, it's been 11 years since the last one came out. Had you ever seen a Scream movie in theaters? I'm pretty sure I saw the third one in I, theaters because yeah. I was like eight, almost nine years old at that point. Fuck. Yeah. So like, I, 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 I had there seen were a couple Scream. younger kids at our showing tonight. There yeah. were some kids uh, in there. Like when yeah. I when I was waiting for you guys outside the theater, uh, I saw like you know a couple of kids, maybe like nine, ten years old. It's like oh, right, yeah, it was definitely. What one are you of those kids ones. doing here? This ruined me. Right. Oh my god. Like fucking. I loved it because like this is definitely easily the goriest one in the series, hands down. Like easily, <laughs> some of those kills were amazing. Were n- amazing. Amazing. Okay. Gnarly as fuck. One thing I do have to say. Is that I was excited because in the promos they had the metallic ghost face mask, which is my favorite version of the mask. I bought two copies this year because they hadn't done it in over five years, and I wanted that fucking mask. Mm-hmm. But it was a joke. 
they used it in stab eight and it was because (laughs) ghostface's new outfit was all wacky crazy and he used a flamethrower and like you had the fucking two people from dead meat that literally on the fucking show being like what the fuck was stab eight even just call it stab eight why do you have to just call it stab like that's so lazy that's totally one thing that off the rip bummed me out a little bit not a lot bummed me out about this movie i really enjoyed it actually just saying that flat out for the record i really that was a lot of fun that was a tremendous amount of fun to have in a movie theater oh definitely and um having said that one thing that did bum me out a little bit was in the promos they definitely did play up that he was going to have the metallic ghost face mask and use a flamethrower and then it didn't really happen and I was kind of bummed about that. I wanted to see that. I was slightly bummed because it would have been really cool if they like kind of like like that's very that you know when, when when you talk about these these like reboots of these slashers, right? With Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the Thirteenth reboot, underrated. Just gonna say it. So, ex- dude, that's exactly where I was gonna go. Super underrated because. That movie, I saw that that came out long after, like I, I was a fully grown adult by that point. Uh-huh. And the first kill in that movie still fucks me up to this day. When he roasts a girl in a sleeping bag over a camping fire. Yeah. Like that, and that was kind of where my head went when I saw the preview for Scream and that he was going to use a flamethrower with the metallic mask. I was like, oh my God, we're going to get something that fucked up. Yeah, but I thought sadly, it was going to be like a, you can tell which ghost face is which kind of thing. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, that one is going to wear the metallic mask and then one's going to wear the classic. And the I classic fucking, one is going to be okay. tied to one of the legacy characters. Blah, blah, blah. I had some theories, but then like watching the movie, it kind of plays out in not a typical way, but like just enough that like it'll kind of leave you guessing for half a second. But then you're like, oh, shit, I was right the first time. Fuck. Well, the in, in the in the wild card that Scream gets to play um as a as a franchise that nobody else does is that there's two there's always two killers. And so like you you can have the killer on screen being attacked by the killer. Right, yeah. That's you know always I mean? one of the toss-ups that they use in the movies too. Like uh in the second one, they had Jerry O'Connell's character just get sliced in the arm and they were right. like that was literally just to sow seeds of doubt for Sydney to right. think that he was actually one of the killers. Like I, I kind of call, I kind of thought, um, the one of the okay, well, already we're getting into it. Spoilers. Uh, the chick that ends up being one of the killers, I called that it to myself. Oh. You know, pretty yeah. early on, pretty much. She was never in danger, but the, but she was never in danger really, and there were moments where. People were be scream. The, the ghost face was on screen while she was too, and not in the costume. So it's like it it sows that seed of doubt, you know, in your yeah. head. After after uh, uh, we did the series on Bog Talk, I I like yeah, I gotta plug. Those I watched episodes. I watched us. Uh, I watched this movie as like I assume Alex watches these movies with like mm-hmm. had like trying to identify all the things like trying to look for stuff. Like the first time you see him, I was like, all right, watch for those boots. Cause they did the whole shoe thing in the first one. Like, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't actually do some like shoot call out kind of stuff. Cause like, that was like a big, like 
misdirect that Wes did with the first one was like they paid attention to the boots that the killer wore. Really? And then yeah. they showed that yeah, the sheriff see, of you, the town wait, you, was you, wearing the same boots. If you watch the first stream, you see a lot of zoom in on feet and uh, not Quentin Tarantino style, but like the boots. Um, you see a lot of different people wearing it. Uh, you see it's Dewey and the sheriff. It's, it's not that's something that's that they don't like like they like don't fan, call it out. Fan, okay, okay, yeah, that's yeah. Right. It's yeah. it's literally just like something they use okay. cinematography wise. Yeah, it's, okay. it was like okay. it was like a, it was like an, an intentional misdirect. Okay, to yeah. try to make you be like, oh shit. They and then the same thing. at the okay. beginning they show Jamie Kennedy always wears really colorful shoes, so it can't be Randy, even though everybody seems to think that it's Randy. Like Sydney gets the call. Oh hi Randy. Oh what's your favorite scary movie? And she's like, why are you doing that? And then Tatum sees Ghostface in the garage. She goes, okay, funny joke for Randy, but if Sid sees you like that, it's going to fucking freak her out. Yeah. Interesting. So I watch this, like I, like I said, I think to you, Alex, right before we started, I, I watch it kind of like academically, uh, where I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I do. I was like every, every interaction, every line spoken, every character, I was trying to identify who the other killer was because uh, are we in spoiler territory? We might as well be because okay. I mean he already said that it was Spoilers. a girl, but then I mean then again, realistically, you only have like a thirty three percent chance of it actually being very a girl. true. So yeah, like, you know I'll keep it. So other than the girl who is like, it, if, if you're listening to this before you go see the movie, you're obviously silly. Um, right? Yeah. If you wanted like a, a spoiler free review, spoiler of free, it, it's really we not all free. like we're, it we're a gonna lot. Try our it's best not as good as, as the original, as obviously. But like Alex said, there's a one in three chance that the killers uh one of the killers is going to be uh female so we're just i'm just gonna keep referring to as killers. and the thing is representation like, the whole reason i bring that up is because you're gonna be watching the movie and in within 15 minutes you're gonna go oh it's fucking her yeah duh you'll look at her it's it's she's not a very well-written character not uh, really like honestly I, I was kind of shocked at how little some of these characters got screen time but then again it wasn't like Fucking the and, movie was about Randy or anything in the fucking first one. Like he just happened to have like some like memorable scenes that happened. I was I was surprised by like uh so like the only I mean okay besides the OG um actors that were in Scream, you know, uh besides them, the only actor in this movie that I recognized was the dude from the boys. Oh yeah, Jack Wade. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, of oh, course. that's where he's from. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's that's Huey. Huey. Huey, yeah. You're a killer. Huey. He's in that fucking Slipknot song. You're a killer, Huey. Yeah. Um, fucking, and he has almost no screen time at all in uh the trailers. He just, he just, he's a glimpse in the there. trailers. Yeah. And, See, so, and he had a I tremendous amount of screen time in the movie. So I that's for sure me. that he was going to get off in the hospital he at first. And then as soon too. as he didn't get more than just sliced, like on the arm, I was like, this is Uh-oh. bullshit. This yeah. is bullshit. Slice on the arm. Oh, okay. yeah. He so literally got sliced so, on the so arm. Yeah. Are we just same, this, same arm, too. Just this guy in the trailer, I think we're still doing okay. Have we? I don't think. No, I said Jack Wade. You did? Okay. Yes. Okay. There we go. Spoilers. It's a goth chick and dude from the boys. Um, They are the killers. And like, yeah, so you get Amber and you get uh, Richie, the two characters, and they have been secretly dating. And like, I, yeah, I don't get these relationships. 
Because like it's like yeah, it's like these fucking. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not grown ass men dating these teenagers. I'm not gonna lie. When they when they first saw like on screen when they first saw each other in the hospital room, as soon as they said hi to each other, I was like, uh oh, like I knew something was going on. Like they the way they said hi to each other was like a couple. And yeah, some some triggered something in me. Like he that. was trying to fucking ignore her, but she was like, "Hi." And he was like, "Hi." Some something like that, yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" But what in that moment, my thought was, "Oh, they're gonna end up hooking up." Not that they had already been hooking up. You know what right, I mean? Right. So, yeah. I I feel like it was a solid twist for the most part, but it was also one that if you <laughs> kind of paid attention, yeah, it was like easy to there were pick tons, up on. there were tons of twists, and yeah, maybe you could pick them out, but at the end of the day, all of them were fun, and that's like no. I I liked them all. I was like, ha! all right, hell yeah, I think I'm gonna wait for Aaron to be here for me to ask this question. Um, oh boy, but we'll that's so, fair. But like, yeah, I okay. have, I've got one in the chamber. That I want to bring up, and but I want to keep that same mentality well, he, right there. Okay, well, but like Aaron said, he's uh, give me a few minutes to finish eating, and he'll hop on. <laughs> like I think it's really interesting that like this movie does. Yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, it didn't even feel like that like typical like passing of the torch. Like it honestly just felt like no, they this is something that, that like three times. Yeah, yeah, and like and it totally. But, like, didn't, it felt like they could just easily be like, okay, so Sydney and Gail got the fucking point. They're getting out of fucking Woodsboro. But like, whatever happens now to these remaining characters turns into whatever, really. Like, it can go wherever they really want it to. Yeah. And that's actually kind of a freeing moment because like, Sydney Prescott is important to this series. Yeah. But like, Nev Campbell is not going to do any more of these fucking movies. I would, I would be very surprised because I would be surprised if she didn't. I feel like that's an easy paycheck for her. Yeah, but she's never really wanted to just be the girl from the horror movie. She, she almost said no to this one. She, she straight up had one of the other characters compare, call her the Jamie Lee of the franchise. When, well, when technically, the movie she didn't know completely that. Uruburos itself or reverse Uruburos and shoved itself up its own ass in the oh. third act, and it got super duper meta to the point where I was like, I think we might be in an infinite loop. <laughs> when she's sitting on the couch and she's, we finally, okay, you know, I, let me, you finally get to see a lot of stab one. A lot more than just Heather Graham scene. Yeah, I um, love the fact that the Heather Graham scene didn't get showed, and they had just new footage new of Stab footage One. Of stab one. I, like, I kind of thought that that's was beautiful. Fun. That's um, good. But it was. Did you hear what Randy's character's name was in the movie? Randy was watching. Is Jamie, but yeah. it's Jamie Lee Curtis, but it was played by Jamie Kennedy, and I felt like there was like they were walking the razor's edge of like an infinite meta feedback loop (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree with that because that's all i could think was that he's now yelling that the character based on him i don't know get they got confused i was just like oh my gosh how deep does this go because that's gonna imply that in the stab movies they the guy that played him was named jamie was named jamie 
how funny would that be if in actual stab they had another actor named jamie that played randy yeah like it just feedback loop infinite amount of feedback loop it just but turns like into said, tv static the more you think about it <laughs> yeah pretty much that's that's how most meta gets for me. Uh, <laughs> they do a lot in, of that in this movie, though. Um, I, I like a I, lot of meta. when we've talked about it before. Yeah. I've talked about how I appreciate their meta commentary because I didn't see the meta commentary before when I was a kid. I just right, saw, you saw a horror movie. Yeah, I right. saw a horror movie. You, you saw it in Skeet Aldrich's eyes, where he yes. had to go up to Wes Craven and go, "Why are they being funny?" Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I watched a horror movie when I was a kid and it scared the shit out of me. So, like. Watching it later on with the more of the meta, con- uh, like con- like contextual stuff, they got. Um, I feel like they laid it on pretty thick on this one. This one, it was, it was yeah. way like too whole- thick. Like, yeah, it was like a whole thing. Like, there was, I, I got it, to the point where it got blade. a little suffocating. Like, yeah, they they just where it was like, got stuck. if you don't watch all these other movies, plus have like a fair decent knowledge about the scream franchise you're not going to understand the next like three minutes of this movie that's true that's the next three minutes aren't direly important but you're going to question why they're there if you haven't watched all of these movies and remember certain things about them yeah i don't know maybe because i felt like it was a pretty good way of like introducing the concepts, the characters and stuff to somebody because like that's why they called it just that's Scream. True. They wanted yeah. it to be a way but, to be like, if you don't want to watch the originals, we'll give you a fucking yeah. synopsis. Here's like these people course. have been attacked four that's fucking times. These are the legacy characters. These are, are very important people. You'll probably know <laughs> who they are if you see their face. And like they, 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 they give they, it because yeah. they don't even introduce any of the legacy characters until like 30 or 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's se- like se- second act belongs to Dewey. Like, yeah, yeah. It's definitely Dewey's act. Uh, that was pretty brutal. No, 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 not talking about it yet. Not, yet. not talking about fresh, Well, what do we um, got? What, favorite kill of the movie. Anybody got a favorite kill? Yeah. That's that one. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. That was, oh, okay. Uh, but like, okay. Let me rephrase hard. it. Let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Most brutal. Most brutal kill. Shit, dude, dude it might be on. that one too. That really? One. I don't know. It might actually be that I one. I thought one where you see the knife go in the neck from side to side. That was really cool. Was I so did like sick. that. I appreciated that the effect so on that sick. one. That one I mean, was really interesting. That one, that one, that one was cool, but like I also didn't expect there was that character. It was the razzle dazzle of the other one that for me like gave it dude. When that moment like, happened, it was like the dialogue Damn, i called it too i was like ratchet. i knew out of all of the characters yep. that were going to die at that moment had to be had to be uh and when we get into it i'm gonna say it's a dumb death it's unnecessary by every stretch of the imagination every character no, motivation it's literally Han Eric, so- get on here because say it again it's literally han solo Thank you. Ben. <laughs> for that. Ben. No. <laughs> you know it. No, but Han Solo's death had way more meaning. Well, that's true. But that was the commentary they were making. He was, was that it has weight. It has meaning behind it. That is not a decision you make lightly. It is a decision you have to be sure about. 
<laughs> he had a gun that yeah. has significant range compared to a knife. Yet he chose in hubris to walk to up walk to up to him close enough and not be startled enough in that moment of sheer fucking adrenaline not to accidentally squeeze off around at that critical moment. He's just like, my phone? Yeah. My phone go off? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. It could be down. Like, it was, and his choosing to walk off the elevator do it. Where were the, like, fuck. Like, how many people in that movie theater's phones were going off and nobody responded to it at all? You know what I mean? Like, I got a few texts during the movie and I didn't, and he Look at him. finger on the trigger of an old revolver, just shaking with adrenaline. And oh, he goes, yeah. huh? And it's not like as soon as anything startled, we go, oh shit. And then whoever was in the costume with that uh, homegirl, she would have just got her brains pooped out all over the inside of that mask. Yeah. But no, he got distracted by his phone. But after heroically but, but, stepping but, off the elevator, bro. But hey, wait, 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 wait. Didn't he? The only reason Ghostface was there was because he shot him a few times, right? He had a vest. Vest? Yeah, like they already uh, had established that, that, that Ghostface is due some quite, in the third fucking movie. Quite literal plot armor. Nah. No, dude, it's a Kevlar vest. You know how fucking easy those are to actually get? Very. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you can get them in a, a Flint. Yeah, like you literally <laughs> can get them. Like it's not it's it's a guy like, on yeah. the street. With it's not, a, up. No, it's no, not no, a plot yeah. convenience yeah, yeah. when it's something that's easily attainable is what I'm saying. That's true. They are easily Especially attainable. when you're going on a murder spree. Do you yeah. think that you wouldn't think to get armor? A little bit, at least. Uh, who are you, Stu Mocker? Are you my, a fucking idiot? My my <laughs> whole thing, too, with that scene is uh, how was there one police officer on an entire floor of a hospital enough that he could shut down power to the entire floor to make the emergency lighting come on and not one alarm or one person was like, uh one other person in the hospital, security, maintenance. That right. someone standing the fuck outside. You, you think looks that up these and places see, would be staffed better. Is there like or filled with patients? Or yeah, this, filled with patients. When he turned that off, how many people on life support died from right? the kill? Right. Well, they said the that floor was private floor. They did establish that early on. That's true, but still, in today's world, we don't have those anymore. That's, well, <laughs> so, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe I'm looking at it from a pandemic standpoint, but I just don't see a private floor existing like that in a California hospital for for a girl right. who was stabbed to place one cop out. Like, right. I mean, Woodsboro is a small place with a massive hospital. Yeah, that could have a giant, massive private floor like that. Well, did you notice that the last hospital looked completely different than the hospital they were in this time? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Renovations. Yeah, and Scream 4, that hospital did and not look like that shit. It is very Halloween 2. Yeah, it had a very Halloween 2 vibe. I kept that, feeling like, like they that. They kept on returning to the hospital, too. Yeah. yeah. Which, okay, can we just talk about how there wasn't an opening kill? There was an opening attack that didn't That's successfully a good point. land? That's, I thought she was 
deck. Oh, that's a good point, actually. They straight Can up. Can we talk about that? What does they, that mean? They flipped the script. They were like, yeah, no. Okay, this time we're going to be different. She's going to fucking live. Like That was wild to me. That's I so did not expect her to live. Yeah, me either. I thought for sure, especially because yeah. like snapped the leg, stabbed her in the chest a bunch. Like, and then it cuts right before he looks like he's about to cut her throat. Yeah, you know, and it goes to the opening title sequence. Yeah, maybe. They so we don't see it. Like, but they were like, nope. We thought, like, like there's no reason to think that she was alive. Yeah. at that point, that's for sure. And then we cut to, yeah, to and her. then we cut, and then we cut to her sister sitting outside of her work. With the boyfriend walking up and she's popping the pills, the antipsychotics or whatever. Yeah. Because apparently she has visions of who's that guy? Her dad? Billy her, Loomis. Her true yeah. father. Her true Billy father. Loomis. The original ghost face killer. Which I love that they didn't like de-age Skeet Ulrich. It was just Skeet Ulrich older and like still normal Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> he didn't. They I mean, it looked him? pretty spot on. Like, it looked I good. No. <laughs> they, if good. they try to de-age him, they did, like, an okay job because he well, totally looked fucking older. Well, that he still looks good, well, then. Like, he still looks like Oh, yeah, that, he looks fine. You know? Like, I'm not saying that he's not, like, still, but he... I couldn't tell. No. Are you, are you expressing, like, your feelings for Skeet Ulrich? I'm no, I, if I'm expressing my feelings for Skeet Ulrich, I'm saying that he is lukewarm at best. Oh. Oh, snap. Well, if Aaron's here, I'm going to the bathroom. But you're the guy. Oh, 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 I hit the fucking microphone. Oh, you're fine. I know I'm the guy, but I'm going to. Yo. Yo. What up? What up? Alex is going to the restroom real quick. Of course. He's trying to delay. He's trying to delay my (laughs) comparison as long as possible. (laughs) You know. I was thinking about that on the way back. Yeah, <laughs> I, had a lo- yeah, we- I, had, I had a lot of things to think about on the way back, and that was one of them. <laughs> well, well, I feel like all three of us have shared some of our opinions. So you go ahead and start, Aaron. Like you would. What do you uh, just? Uh, this is early also, thoughts for the for those listening on uh, Spotify. This is an audio medium. So uh, Aaron has joined us. Yes. Uh, what up? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm glad that. I watched the original the other night because like not not to say that I wouldn't have gotten as much out of it if I didn't see that one. But I'll say that there was a lot of stuff that I'm glad I did pick up on because otherwise I'd have been pretty lost as far as like who the returning characters were and like what the you know, what some of their plot points were and stuff. And like, you know, just why they were even there to begin with. It just it made way more sense in that way. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I agree with and that. Yeah, fucking like the some of the just kills in this movie. Oh, it was insane! Like they, they didn't pull any punches with it. They pretty much just let let it be as brutal as they possibly could. Yeah, you know, dude. like some of the like the uh, oh man, what was your favorite one? Um, well before before they they set the one chick on fire. <laughs> oh dude that, oh, that shit was, was fucking so brilliant that was pretty wild yeah i before, fucking... before that probably um god there was there was a lot of like like somebody gets like stabbed and then they fall down and there's they're just like kind of going in at them that was pretty brutal i, li- I um, like the one where you could see the blade come through the neck yeah i liked that one a lot that was pretty i was like no way no 
no way. Yeah. Dude, they had some really good ones. Honestly, I even think the one with like a creeper dude with the mustache that was like hitting on the one girl uh, when he just kind of fucking comes up, gets stabbed in the neck really quick and then like fucking oh, falls over. And just, yeah, he just pops him right oh, in the neck real quick. And that, that was that I, was really good. I love that that was the jump scare it was the stab. Yeah, it wasn't the fact that Ghostface was behind Jim or anything like that. It was literally just a right into his fucking throat. Yeah, that was that was kind of weird because like they they almost Me? like it's really subtle. It's like super quick, and then all of a sudden it's that he's just dead. And you're like, yeah. why? <laughs> why would either being that we know who the killers are? Why would either of them have killed him? I, because that's... they wanted to throw people in suspicion of the girl that he was harassing oh because they kind of like laid her out to be a psycho you know okay like she was okay. kind of a bitch that was they, what everybody hated about her okay. they did they did a really good job i thought of making the actual the people that ended up being the killers just super unlikable <laughs> at least i thought i don't know oh great well the chick, i don't know i i thought the chick was cute but i like huey <laughs> Like, and yeah, and Huey. That was Huey for yeah. boys. I can't wait for season three. June, motherfucker. Yeah, Killer Huey. I just. <sighs> so yeah, what were you gonna bring up once Aaron got on? Yeah, let's talk. You about had that, something in the we'll chamber. Get into all of our favorite kills and stuff. Yeah. So I have been screaming into microphones about Star Wars and the sequels. About a year now. We're coming up about on a year of Bog Talk. Yeah, he's not we talk about the sequels. Uh he gets I, heated. I tend to get a little tend to get a little heated. I'm surprised we haven't just done an episode on him. I'm be I I don't think I'm emotionally ready. I mean, it's gonna take <laughs> uh, some time. You know, it's, it's, it's gonna, gonna it's like long I don't I don't think I can control myself <laughs> long enough to not just Alex Jones a three hour episode <laughs> about like the first the first trilogy uh and then god knows i would dan carlin the hell out of the sequel trilogy because holy shit there's a lot to unpack there's a lot to unpack however i can now officially sympathize with people that are like well they just they just did the first one again but with different people and they brought a couple of the old people back, sure, but like it's just the same thing, dude, in the <laughs> same place. Oh, look at that. The intent place at a party with the fucking house, and it's two people, and it's a setup. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just, it was the fucking it, it, I'm just gonna say it so that I can put it in the words. It was the scream awakens, it was the force away. I now can sympathize with how people that aren't like Star Wars fucking diehards like i had that would look at the force awakens and a new hope and go it's the same fucking movie they just there's new people and oh instead of a fucking moon it's a planet that blows up multiple planets at once and it's got a guy in a mask it's got someone from a desert planet that shows up and you can fight with a lightsaber it's got an old person that finds that person on the desert planet and takes them away from them and teaches them about the best fucking ways of the forest and then sacrifices. There I go. See, this is what fucking happens. But I had to do it because I have to say, I as much as I enjoyed this movie, it was definitely like 
I see where people are coming from with the force awakens. Like, okay. If you're not diving deep into all nine of these movies and picking into all the other stuff, it's the same thing. It's with different guys and some of the other guys. And then one of the old wise guys that used to be like, fun and quirky but like it's gotten serious now because his wife's gone and they're not together anymore and they broke up because of stabbed by a young person <laughs> wearing all black in a mask dude and did you notice that they like straight up like made that shit look like jedi robes too oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah. i will okay yeah, like, that- this one, I thought I thought that was like the most like some, fucking like look we're meta. I was like, damn, bro, they I, straight up fucking Kylo Ren that fucking outfit bit, too. It, but it definitely like <laughs> it was something about the way they did frame these ghosts. And I, okay, by the way, with that, I'm gonna bring it back down a few notches. I'm gonna fucking namaste. Namaste. Uh, <laughs> fucking the force. No more, no more Star Wars. No more Star Wars, but I had to say there it is. Um well, I mean, shit, that was the first thing you said to me when the movie yeah, was over. Yeah, I just looked up right away. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yup. No one can ever throw this back at me. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> Which, I gotta say, that is a, an apt description of right? this movie. It's like poetry. It rhymes. It's, that's exactly what, and that's what yeah. I like. I but I thought they did a well enough job of melding the concept of like a requel where it's like, oh, you bring in the legacy characters, you fucking introduce some new hats that can fucking, you know, be twirled around and dance for people. But like th- they were so aware of the fact it's that of movies have gotten to that point. Better. It was literally it was the whole point of it was to be metatextual about it. Like fucking one of the killers literally says how can a fandom be toxic they right they're yeah. like fucking oh. pounding that shit in yeah. it is like not subtle whatsoever no. but like it's kind of the point because it's like oh look screams the meta film yeah look we're the fucking meta film we're the fucking met we're the fucking meta film <laughs> like yes that is the point and like I I love that that it becomes a cyclical thinking thing where it turns into, yeah, like we know that we're the meta film, but like if you're always meta, it's kind of much, right? You you got to know when yeah. to just let things be things, yeah. And like a lot of these kills are exactly why I think that this thing lets things be things because like I'm just gonna throw it out there. We're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie right now. When they fucking killed Dewey, I called that shit. He did. I called that. I was like, if they're going to kill anybody, it's not going to be Gail Weathers. It's not going to be Sydney. It's going to be Dewey. That motherfucker was supposed to die like three different times in the series. Right. It was obvious. Yeah. He even taught when he when he started talking about it, when they first talked to him and he's like, I've been stabbed nine times. I've got permanent nerve damage and a funny little limp. You think I want to go back into this? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, exactly. He wouldn't. But as soon as Sydney said, oh, as long as they have you to protect them, it was like, fuck, she's right. <laughs> it's almost like that was and his own life. Like Han Solo, he didn't want to go back to it. 
That's it. That's it. Last time. Sorry. <laughs> no, but he was Han Solo. Yeah. He was literally Han Solo. Hey, I got to go shoot him in the head, even oh. though I should have just done that when I was shooting him in the first fucking Man. place. Because I went through that with fucking Roman. Fucking idiot. God damn it. You literally did that two goddamn movies ago. <laughs> Dude, I had that same thought. I was like, "What? Why? Why? Why didn't you just do it the first time? Why yeah. did you pull the mask off when he was in there? Like, why? Why are we? Why are you running back to be the hero right now? I mean, I know that that's like, you know, dumb kills or kind of like dumb setups for kills is kind of the name of this movie. But I mean, I was like, really? Like, you're not? You're just like, I don't why know. Does, why doesn't anybody, while they're being stabbed, go for the mask? Right. Yeah, yeah, I had that thought too. Yeah, they never try to unmask the guy. I, I guess I it's like even Casey Becker unmasked like, the fucking killer. Did she? Yeah, she grabbed the mask straight off him. Because like you can kind of almost see that she knew it was somebody that like it was like somebody close to her because like the way she kind of reacts to it is just kind of like huh. like oh yeah, you. yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh yeah, that just kind of dawned on me that, like, for a movie that's so meta, why doesn't anyone ever go for the mask? Like, and why haven't they brought it way. up yet? Maybe, you know what? Oh, there we go. Scream 6 or 2 or whatever they're going with on their new <laughs> Honestly, I think if anything, they'll do, like, subtext. They'll do, like, Scream New Blood or some bullshit like that. Scream Awakens. The Scream Awakens, exactly. <laughs> the Scream uh, Rebootening. Uh, or, but I want to see, the I would love to see scream. the next one, uh, is like, mm. Scrum. Uh, <laughs> scrummed. <laughs> it's the new past tense of Screamed. <laughs> scream <laughs> Stabbed. Uh, yeah, they'll just start making them stab movies instead. Stab movies. It's just called Yell. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whisper, but have Whisper. the have the next one like with the opening kill, with their dying thing, have them pull off and reveal one of the killers right off the bat. So you have, you to, have sit to figure there the out whole, who the accomplices. So you got to sit and you sit there the whole time while they're like in the friend group, like it's them. That's, Just listen to them. Damn, dude, that's actually go. a pretty good idea. It's free, would free to fun. use because I would love that. I would sit there and be, be like, like, "Who's the fucking accomplice?" That would. It'd be like Knives Out, where you know what happens the entire time, but, like, why does it happen? Yeah, Ooh. there we go. Fucking Ooh. Kevin Feige, friend of the show, I know that you... Uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige has nothing friends. to do with this. He could call someone. He's got contacts. No, this is uh, used to be YouTuber Collective Radio Silence doing this. They did the movie Ready or Not. Oh, beautiful, beautiful horror comedy. I recommend it to anybody. I won't talk about it because if you haven't seen it, go see it because it's a really fucking good movie. And Samara Weaving is a a gem. She's so good in the movie. But this is not about that. But it's Radio Silence, like pretty much used that movie to like kind of show that like they had what it takes to do something that is comedic, but is still horrific and graphic to its core this one is that and yeah they they made ghostface one of the most intimidating that he's ever been absolutely uh yeah. cinematography wise, that's like true we were talking about the costume 
whenever he, whenever Ghostface came walking onto the scene, it was always like far more intimidating than like the jump scares. Uh, it was. Yeah. Speaking of jump scares, Wes's kills with the fifteen fucking fake jump scares. I fucking I, I loved that. I got to that. the point where I would just sit back like, just. <laughs> after the third like fake jump scare where he closed the door thing i was like okay so now it's coming and then he fucking closes the door and locks and he's like huh. and walks it's, literally, like, it's literally fucking I, I said they're going they're just fucking with us they are yeah. just fucking with us so hard right now but i enjoyed I, that yeah that kill I was fucking it. intense because like, like they killed judy yeah, yeah. they killed you I, I, Man, her broad squares may have tasted daylight. like ass, but she was a gem. She was yeah. so good. Yeah, she was. Well, she was. She was pure good, like the whole yeah, time. Like, which I, that's probably why she had to die. I thought broad fucking daylight. So uh, yeah, that's what I thought was so weird about it. We didn't bring up, but I've seen brought up before is the difference in kill styles between the killers in all the movies. Okay, that's interesting because. You're right. They do have specific kill styles, like uh, Billy Loomis being the one that's like very precise and like makes sure he knows what he's doing. Uh, Stu being the one that's like very showmany and stuff, uses two hands to stab yeah. people and shit. Uh, you get like Mickey, who is very brutally like big stabs and stuff, and then you get the the frantic kills of mrs loomis which i don't think she killed too many people I actually think i think she killed mostly brandy yeah and then you get uh roman who had something to prove so he was pretty much into big like oh set piece kills and stuff he wanted it to be fucking a spectacle and then you get jill and her boyfriend oh, what the fuck was his character name uh, uh it was rory culkin yeah rory culkin i just i don't remember what his character name was but they they had like the they have to be more brutal they have to because it's the fucking reboot you know man we're gonna fucking gut a girl in our fucking room kind of shit where like they had to make it way more brutal than it was and then this one is just like he doesn't have anything to prove it's just that's how they roll they're just That's, fucking stabbing like, and stabbing when, away when, when Ju- I, it was it was clearly it was uh homegirl i can't remember her name i her character was so amber what amber, amber. Uh, which as soon as they had yeah that video at the beginning it's like why was it a video why, why was it a video and not a live stream yeah that's what made me be like oh it's her yeah. Oh, this isn't Amber. Oh, it's not. You're not just a distraction. Yeah. So you're standing there talking to me at full volume on the phone, holding up for no, it was a video. Like mm-hmm. she opened but, it up a video. Yeah. By the way, why so so the this movie isn't like it's like set current times, right? Yeah. Who the fuck still has a house phone? We still <laughs> using the house phone. Bro, not why? only did Homegirl at the beginning have a house phone. But homegirl that was the killer had a house phone. Oh, yeah. They like everybody had like a house phone yeah. in this fucking movie for some reason. And it's weird because like, obviously, they're all toting around a smartphone. You know, it is it is current year. And so yeah, she's year. talking yeah. on the house phone while trying to lock the doors with her smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, to me, I think that was the way that she could like actually be talking on the phone while she was doing that too, instead of just like a speaker and shit. So it's more of a movie. Okay. Yeah. Like it was also a contrivance to be like, oh, look, like the movie. Which one of them do you think was uh, smart enough to be able to completely clone a uh, smartphone? Was it the high school student or was it the guy who worked at the bowling alley? It was Jack Quaid for sure, because he was literally he literally said that he tracked Samantha down specifically because she was the daughter of Billy Loomis. Like he went out of his way to go find her. So who knows what the fuck he was doing up until that point? So he might have. She was like, I've only known him for a couple of months. Yeah. I think I may have just tripped my ankle here in the first plot hole I'm finding because nobody knew that it was Billy Loomis was her dad, except her mom and the guy's dad. That's it. It was written about in a diary. It's not like Billy Loomis was on her fucking certificate. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not like this guy. He like just kind of like peruse like therapist or psychologist psychotherapy notes. And it was like, oh, shit, I found her. Like, I kind of I kind of don't think he would have been able to track her down like that i don't know but i i don't because like they they kind of make a big she makes a big deal about how she found it written in the diary and she was like see mom and dad was behind her and he left that night uh and mom goes off and does business stuff so unless like this dude who was just obsessed with these movies and was like in this toxic fandom, quote unquote, on a subreddit, was like sitting at a bar, and this guy was like, Yeah, my bitch of an ex-wife slept with that Billy Loomis bastard, and I raised his bastard daughter. And he was like, Can I get their address real quick? <laughs> <laughs> like, right? right like, quick. No I don't I don't see it playing out really any other way, like logistically. Yeah, it's actually a good point. That is, yeah, that's a pretty solid like way to think about it. Cause like realistically, yeah, it would take a lot to actually get that information out and about. And hmm. that's not like public record at all. Like, but it could be known. That's one thing, is that it, it could be one of those things that like she told a friend and like she like swore her to secrecy, but her friend is kind of shitty and that shit got out. But if if stab is such a big thing in this universe uh-huh. of movies, that information would be worth so much. And I I feel like it would be if it's if it's available for this guy on a subreddit who is first off in a very immoral relationship with a girl online a high school chick online i think i think i think we kind of glanced past his like like the pedophilia i guess it's the only way to really call it yeah there's not really too many ways to dance around it that's pretty much what it is he 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 was grooming a young girl online to Uh, murdering to to (laughs) murder to murdering Like we're skipping right past the like banging and going right into like Damn. slaughtering, uh, uh, like annihilating. First off, annihilating a family. That's one of the craziest serial killer things you can do. They killed Judy and Wes. Who is Judy's husband? Uh, not in the picture. By and uh, the only reason I say that he is like a non-entity 
is because he they when he's setting the table, he just instinctively grabs the two place settings. Right, but I mean, his dad could have been out of his life for a while. Like it could have been like one of those things where it's like he fell ill and died or some X amount. Or of it's shit. gonna be Scream fucking nine. No, somehow like, Billy really, Lewis has returned. Uh, no, that'd be funny. Somehow <laughs> Billy Lewis has returned. Fuck, dude, it's Palpatine. It's- <laughs> but like, thank uh, you, Chen. He agrees. Because, like, it also was weird because it was 11 years ago that we got the last screen movie. Here, hit that door closer. That's not enough time for her to have a baby and stuff. So she would have already had to have been married. That man, maybe I didn't pay enough attention to Screen Four or something. Shit. Come on, anybody? Yeah, you're the fifth guest on the podcast. A cat. I love cats on the podcast. <clears throat> <laughs> one of my one of my favorite parts of this, and they, they did it in the first movie, uh, and I'm sure they probably did it the others too. I, which leads me to like this kind of made me want to go back and, and watch some of the other ones too. But I I I just loved all of like the super self aware jokes, like the super meta type stuff where they're uh, they, where the the one girl is talking to the to the guy who's like going out of the basement, and they're like she's like oh you what you're going yeah. alone. He's like, well, I asked you and you didn't want to. He's like, well, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. was that. All right, I'll be right back. And they start yeah. laughing at each other about it. Like, yep. Uh, I gotta, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that every every time I watch Scream, it that has become one of those, like for a couple of years after that. If someone says, I'll be right back, I'll go, eh, eh, <laughs> you're gonna die. This is the thing. Dude, it's it's always and anytime I'm surprised they didn't. Well, I don't know. I guess they did say it, but they didn't. They didn't mention the fact that anytime somebody says, "We got to get out of here. We got to leave. We got to get out of here." They they, they fucking they, don't. Over. Yeah, they never do. They just fucking don't. <laughs> they fucking don't. Dude. And they're like, "Let's get out of here, man!" Yeah. And then they get stabbed Honestly, to death, and they're like, "Oh, that I, sucks. We need to get out of there." Them like if fucking Huey wasn't the killer. I think what would have been a fantastic and it, it wouldn't have done critically well, but like to like give a good nod to the franchise and to have this be the last one is then be at the hospital and city be like, Oh, this isn't over till he's in the ground. And it just has to be to be like, you people are all suffering from like severe trauma built yeah. up over like two and a half decades. I really don't think first off, why do both of you have guns? I don't think you should. Second off, you're telling me he lives in New York. She's Sydney fucking Prescott. Yeah, she's Sydney (laughs) Prescott. That is her weapon of choice. That is how she has killed most of the people she has killed. And she has killed at least four people. And I am still looking for uh, somebody who knows more than I do about uh, um, murder and manslaughter laws about. That's fair. So there's there's self-defense and then there's shooting the guy in the head while he's on the ground. It, he may have been dead. He may not have been. I think it was in four. Finish him. Uh, the guy that's on the ground. She, or no, it's in uh, two. She shoots him in the head. And no, she, she shoots uh, Mrs. Loomis in the head. Um, But the, it puts the, it right in between. Yeah. I, I, sorry, but that's murder. Like, 
if she was still alive, oh, if she was bad. if she was still alive, and there was a chance that medical services could have gotten her, in no way, shape, or form, and she couldn't have. She wasn't like actually ah, running, like no. Just, Mickey did that part. No, yeah. So I just don't think Sydney Prescott's allowed to own a gun, which makes me think she has like a this like unregistered thing, which tells me that there's a scene we don't get to see of like. Mom Sydney Prescott up. going down to like a fucking seedy biker bar and being like, I need a gun. And then being like, little lady, you better get out of here. Her being Lots like, I'm Sydney fucking Prescott. Like, I'm like, damn, did you really shoot that guy point blank in the brain? Yeah, damn right. I've got more kills than half the bikers in this bar. <laughs> That's why I loved at the fucking party scene. When it's her and Gail kicking ass for half a second. You want this one? No, I think it's yours. And like she hands Gail the gun and Gail's like, fuck yeah, bitch. Yeah. Again, <laughs> dude, like, I'm pretty sure that's just murder. When when are we gonna that have- was the point though? They literally even say at one when Sam is like, Okay, you two want me to help you commit a murder. And they're like, Yes, pretty much. Yeah, that is that, exactly what we I want did, you to I do. I did get a giggle on that, but because they were like, Fuck, yeah, we we've literally had to kill so many people like this. We're sick of it. We're if, killing them if immediately. They wanted this, if the if they wanted this to just be like <clears throat> the end of the franchise, what would have be been a beautiful it. ending? But what would what would have been a beautiful ending is them getting in the car. Driving away from Woodsboro, and like you get some like post credit stuff that's like fucking. I hope Cindy got the help she needs. Uh, she wrote a a wonderful book about the life of Huey, or like a a happy family with two daughters. She needs psychological help, dude. Well, she doesn't. She went. She can shoot the psychological help. It's how she solves her problem. She shoots things. America. She's Sydney fucking Prescott. She's not fucking Laurie Strode. Ah, dude. They want you to believe that she is though. In this one, I don't know. I like. Yeah, I love the fact that she was just like, "Yeah, you need your fucking Jamie Lee Curtis," and it's like, "Damn, bro!" Like, I get that. Like, she's the OG and stuff, but. She was in more of no way, actually. No, now, yeah, now Jamie Lee Curtis edges her out just by like one movie. Yep, damn, still excited for the next one, even though the last one sucked. Bro, Halloween kills killed my interest in the franchise. Bam, the first one was dope. First the 2018 one, I love the Sartain yeah. kill where he stomps him out. And then the next one, sucked. I still haven't watched Halloween Kills because I want to remain pure. Sucked. Watch it, but it sucks. All I'm going to say about it is the wrong Strode died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. Co-sign. Wait. Not, not, not the one you think it Judy is. Judy Greer? Yeah. It was the one you thought it was. It was the one you thought it was. That's the only one that would make that wouldn't make sense. The Bronx. No, dude, kill the daughter. I don't even care. Get rid of that fucking character. She did nothing. When's it? Wait, wait, wait. Is Scream Ghostface? Ghostface is like our most recent um slasher franchise like what what's been since ghostface uh collector yeah eh. but he's only got two uh, movies. oh saw 
Yeah, Saw, Saw would be Saw. like, yeah, the most recent. Jigsaw would be the, no- yeah. Because uh, he was early 2000s. Yeah, those movies fucking suck. The first two <laughs> the, are pretty dope. Yeah, they, they have some merit in the first two for sure. Honestly, I think towards the end of the series too, they tried a little harder with like what they were doing. Well, the seven-esque Chris Rock one. Yeah, oh, with a spiral. One. Spiral. Yeah. Oh, I still yeah. haven't seen From that. From the book of I, Saw. I, I didn't hate it. I just like Chris Rock and anything he does, really. So It's just a, it's a mess Saw movie. That's what it yeah. really comes down yeah. to. It's got yeah. good kills. It's fun. Okay. But Samuel, like the storyline. Samuel Jackson in that, too? Kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but, he shows up. Fair enough. <laughs> Nick Fury style. <laughs> yeah, so, they, they don't got Samuel Jackson money. So uh, where where does this one lie in the franchise, you think? Yeah, where does it lie for you, Alex? Like, how how, how good See, was this one compared oh, to the others? I honestly think out of the sequels, good. I'm going to put this literally at number two. Holy fuck. OG is the first one, obviously, but like. Scream 4 had great story, great characters. I just felt like there was some issue to it because, like, if they would have been able to flesh it out more and, like, do the sequels like they wanted to keep Kirby in the series and stuff like that, it would have been really fun to actually see. But it's a lot of promise of what won't to come, and that kind of sucks. And, like, that's why it's going to be the number three for me now. But, like, this new one, it did everything that you would want out of a scream movie it gave you kills it upped the stakes by literally killing a legacy member it drove itself insane with its own purpose because of the fact that it had to be a meta film but them pointing out that it's a meta film made it more of a meta meta inception thing where like it kind of like engulfed itself within its own meta and like i feel like that is so fitting of this series and the the reveal was just telegraphed enough that like you would almost not expect it but then when it actually happens when you get the killer reveal and like oh welcome to the fucking third act that shit that was hit yeah, it actually cool. did. Uh, that right. shit literally flipped the fucking hit. switch on the she, entire movie. She kept her <clears throat> red-haired girl that they wanted to make look That's like a psycho. Right. That's right. It actually did hit. You're right about that. And it was something that, like, it just drove it home. I don't know. Like, I just feel like the killer reveal was intense. The big final showdown was intense. They gave you just enough fan service of Gail and fucking Sydney kicking ass and taking names for a second, lighting homegirl on fire on the skillet. Like, I really wish they didn't like, like, I, I wish that there had been like a few more seconds of kicking ass before Gail got shot in the gut. Yeah, that was a bummer. I was like, come on, let them let them charge in. Like, yeah. right. I was, yeah. I also want to just throw this out there negative points to the billy loomis ghost because like yeah that was weird he's the fucking father and he's a legacy character too but like i didn't need that 
Nah. I didn't need that visual representation of it. It could have it just was... been something that loomed over her, but like they had to personify it with actual Billy. And that was kind and she's of like taking a bummer. Medication for it. In the yeah. Air. And that felt okay. kind of tasteless too. But it, like, it, but it's also, it also didn't seem like beset until the final moment where he's like, hey, there's a knife. Uh, it I love that. It, it he literally looks over and goes, hey, it did, I got that hunting knife though. It didn't feel like it served any purpose to the story because like we never really went into her psychosis or anything no. you know like it that never really came into play character yeah yeah i don't know but like overall yeah i'm gonna put it at I, number two i love i love the it. the shock value of it i feel like it knew when to be funny and how to be extravagantly gory to the point where like this franchise wishes that it could have been like that through some of these sequels because like screen three is almost a comedy movie like it's yeah. to that point where they, like they, they literally they had go to out play of their it way. safe because uh i don't i think that this movie was able to get made because of how much audiences have come to expect from horror movies yeah because people expect it to be i mean literally what jamie kennedy in the second one carnage candy they want gore they want to see that they want to see that knife go all of the way through wes's neck and they want you but they want you to feel bad for the character like she she talks about it she she made that had that whole speech about um uh Oh fuck! How did she say it in the beginning? It sounded really smart, and I wanted to remember. In the very beginning, in the in movie, the very beginning, where she talks about how like the movies that give you like a psychological and, connection to what's going on, and, and she literally happens. lists like every follows, like big uh, horror hereditary. movie. Yeah, yeah like, the witch. elevated horror, like elevated horror. Yeah, I'm good on that. Um, uh, but it, it, it that 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 blew my mind off the rip that they like. From the first scene in the movie, they lay down like they, they ref, they hard. name drop every <laughs> every big big horror movie that's come out in a while. And what's hilarious to me is every single one that they name dropped are ones that I don't particularly care for. Like I didn't really like yeah, any of those movies. I think I Hereditary is my only one that I, I was like, yeah, I like that. If I don't get why everybody likes was... the fucking witch, it follows sucked. Okay. The witch but, has really good shit in it, though. The witch, the witch the, yeah, I like that one. The witch. Well, Maybe you, I gotta rewatch it. Dude, you, you gotta rewatch do you the live witch deliciously. Because I, I, I What's saw that like shit, a pretty I, dress. I literally, I literally saw that in theaters uh, with like three of my friends. Oh, that's not a theater movie. And we, and, and when it, movie. and you when might it, fall asleep in a theater. That's, yeah, that's that's dude, dude, that's fucking no. The witch is like. You need to read a little bit of the fucking satanic Bible. You well, I've done that. You need to roll up a fucking couple more of those hogs legs. Yeah, you need buddy. To sit down and watch that alone. Just ripping that. And when it gets done, you just need to focus on that last scene. I just, I, 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 like, I, I, in the theater, we all like, like it ended. The lights came on. We all looked at each other. Like, the fuck was that? Like nobody got it. It was like. It was a very weird. specific kind weird. of horror movie. Yeah, um, no, like, but Hereditary, you know, not they, a big fan. I love Hereditary because you can see fucking Alex Wolf beat the shit out of his own face to the point where that thing was padded. He actually bled on that thing. Jesus. Yeah. Aaron, what's the one you keep trying to get me to watch? Oh, uh, Midsummer. 
Midsummer. Yep. They, I think they name dropped that one too. And in, in yeah, that was pretty yeah. good one. It's it's, was, it's those ones. That's I'm not like a wicker I'm, man. I'm, I'm not the, like the Ari Aster. The Ari Aster horror movies. You can watch them once, and if you want to watch them again, <clears> like like if you want to watch them again, like I don't know if I want to hang out with you. My like, favorite A twenty four horror movie is easily The Lighthouse because Willem Dafoe and that's Robert a horror Pattinson. movie, bro. It is literally. I thought it was just a drama. Uh, it's it, like it is psychological like, horror. It's a psychological oh, horror out the ass. Kind of like, like a Shutter Island. It's oh, literally like, that. can you trust the person you're with for an entire month? It's and just the I, and two I heard of the you performances on the fucking are island. Un- unreal. Oh, like, yeah. I heard the performance. Have you guys both They're seen amazing. it? amazing. It's really? like, honestly, I, I would I, recommend I see, it. I, I haven't, I haven't watched it. Uh, but I've seen like the like the breakdown with like all watch the good scenes. It. I, 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 don't, I need to actually watch it. That's all right. All it's right. one of those movies All that right. I, I hear oh, enough praise that it's not like the Revenant where like you get to see that Mermussy. What? You get to see that Mermussy apparently. Come, come again? Mermussy. Mermussy. <laughs> yeah, this, this motherfucker going crazy, right? He's thinking, I got this little figurine of a fucking mermaid and he is cranking one out. Oh boy. To a fucking fantasy that he he's having a batch? where he literally <laughs> sees a mermaid's vagina. And this happens in that movie. And see, you know what my favorite part about that kind of shit is? Is like, while that's Out of all context. like, wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, my favorite thing is that like, so there's the director and the writer, and they share this vision, right? Mm. And you get the cinematographer who's gonna light it and all that stuff. But somewhere. There's just like a guy in a prop department who gets work orders and they're like <laughs> realistic mermaid mermaid's tent. vagina. What do you and he was like, for lady in the water. True. And he, he pulled, he got, he grabbed like a fleshlight and like the, the bottom half from a uh, uh, splash. Have you guys seen splice? I mean, oh, that's a fun movie. Yeah, Splice. Which one was that? Adrian Brody. I don't think I've seen that one. Mm. Okay. No, I've been, I've been on a, I've been on a going on tangent here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're kind of. I, I, I was bringing up where we play, where you place this one because I. That's had, right. Because. Because yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's my number I'm, two at this point. I go you, uh, original. This one, four, two, three. And you are by far the biggest fan in the room uh, of this franchise. For so for this one to immediately jump to number two, that's that's a that's honestly saying something. Yeah, I don't like three. It's an easy one not to like. Yeah. Four is it was big. It was the biggest contender for this one because like I like four to the point where I honestly think that two and three are not as good in comparison. Like the the story is really great. I love the way they do their own metatextual commentary. They do it to the point where they were like, "Oh yeah, live streaming is going to be like a huge thing." And like that's when, like, right before that whole big boom of live streaming really became a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was really cool. I just like the way that that whole movie gets set up and stuff. But then two, it's okay. It was it was a rushed sequel, right in its heyday of like. Fuck yeah, we had fucking lightning in a bottle. Let's try to keep this lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And then Jerry three is O'Connell just like you, you get a James Bob reference. You fucking you get fucking uh 
what if on the soundtrack and they have to make like the contractual creed fucking references and shit to it too it was a thing do we james re- and bob reference james and bob were literally on the back alley and then fucking they yell they at were Gale in it yeah they yell at gail weathers hey connie chung what's up what yeah <laughs> oh, i'm gonna watch this movie tonight yeah james and bob are in it because that, that's why wes craven was in james and bob strike back they literally gave each other a cameo in their movies because they were both working for Miramax. Oh, shit. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. And they were literally both writing and shooting movies at the same time. Man. Yeah, so like Do you know Strikes how Back happy... and Scream 3 were like being shot at the same time, basically. Do you know how happy I would have been if Jade said Bob showed up in that movie tonight, dude? Does I that... literally screamed Hold in on, the theater. I didn't think about this. Does yeah, that... so technically Scream is in the Viewisk universe. Yes. That's that just dawned on me. Yeah, that means dogma. Makes sense. Yeah, dogma happened in the same uh, go in the same universe as screen, dude. (laughs) Something to think about, dude. Blood Man and Chronic is a very successful comic book that had a fucking one movie and then a reboot. Jay. So stab and you could go see stab and blunt man and chronic at one point. In yeah, theaters. they they shared they shared a theater run at some point. Oh my god, this is the greatest revelation. Oh my god, huh? How I like about it. That Holy shit? fuck! Multiverse is yeah. <laughs> All comes back around. Oh oh my god, and the Doctor Strange just broke the multiverse in Spider-Man. So that means Jay and Silent Bob are in the MCU. (laughs) Wait for that cameo. (laughs) I it already happened. Well, you get the mall rats cameo. Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means that Kevin Smith is a director that is currently making stuff. (laughs) That, That also means that he wrote. Fucking hey, is the thing's dork made of orange rock? <laughs> Which means that people know about who the thing is through osmosis oh of that movie. God. And they also would know fucking that Stan Lee wrote all of these comic books about like Doctor Doom. Because and- he's a watcher. Kevin Smith fucks up the MCU a little bit there, doesn't he? A little bit. But he's in it. That's all that matters. Silent Bob is in the MCU. That's what matters. No, because he, Mall Rats was a movie. Yeah, so it would just be Kevin skew. Smith. So Fuck. that's just. Yeah, so our world is like just so as it doesn't quite connect close to the, to the MCU as possible without yeah. actually having. Like, I just want to see like, Jay and Deadpool seven. on screen together. That's yeah, all I think I'm that trying to the, get to. That'd be a really good cameo. Just have like Deadpool be like, Deadpool. "Hey, I gotta go pick up my stuff for my guy," and then it's yeah. just fucking Jamie is just like fucking weighing it out and being like, "So, like, what brings you to town, man? I haven't seen you in a while." Oh my god, <laughs> that's like, you know, doesn't... fucking awesome. Well, no, because he's sober now. <laughs> no, Jay yeah. isn't. Jay isn't. Jay... But Jason isn't. Muse right. is. That's true. Yeah. Because Jay's on the Bob still. Okay. Yeah, they're still smoking stoners. Weed, smoking yeah. weed, doing that's uh, and the reboot. They had the their four magic joints. Yeah, snoochy boochies. It was based on their actual weed strains. Yeah, nice. which we still can't fucking get in Michigan. No, no of course not. Any celebrity uh, that has any brand of weed, 
Not well, find time, no, but I did. I did do stuff? some math. Really? Usually, hmm. I've heard of it in in uh, at least in Detroit dispensaries and stuff. Yeah, um, huh. and it would take us like three days, but we could fly to California and then rent a car and drive back and hit all the dispensaries and have all these like famous people weeds at them. We could like make a long weekend of it. Anyways, we're got we're talking about Scream here. This is an interesting concept. Like go Friday this sounds night. Sounds like an amazing driving. podcast adventure. I'm in. Just saying, Lost in the Box summer tour. Oh fuck! <laughs> we're just going smoke joints. Just fly. We just fly out Eat to the other tacos. side of the country, and then drive back. The drive back would be the fucking hard part. It would the be hard like, part, that'd be the fun part, bro. Getting bro. flat tires, running out of gas. Like, God. why'd you start with those two? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? I was thinking like that's when the fun. Happens. I was thinking like that's when the wild yeah. shit happens. Like giving, uh, gotta pull over to rest stop in the middle of the night and some weird shit goes down. That's the story. That's all I'm saying. That's your teaser trailer for the coming. We have to write our own movie. (laughs) It would be a movie. It would be a write a requel, man. It's not a reboot. It's a requel. When are we gonna get a good slasher movie where they actually use heavy metal music? Like how many times? I do know. We talked. We talked about. (laughs) We we talked about this. That the the never the twain shall meet again. Like. It's when you try to use heavy metal music in something in a slasher movie, it doesn't work because it's it comes off as hacky because it was part of the thing that inspired it. Well, the the only right, yeah, it's it's Mm -hmm. like oh man, that's that's an interesting way to put it because like yeah, metal is almost like its own musical version of a horror. And it's it, so like, it is because yes, we, we yes, talk, because I think I think we so, talked about this on a Lost in the Bog. Yeah, being influenced I, by the horror itself already, it kind of almost feels derivative if you put it within horror in its contextual way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because like then, it. then it's almost like it. this is a metal music video. Are you trying to fuck me? You're kind of. Uh, I was. Like, I, I don't know. That's just You're how right. I feel no, about it in a I sense. Because like it's just like about it like that. You're, you are right about that. I could see that. Yeah. Because like there's like a, a certain way to do things and stuff. But like even with like Doom, it's like you get like fucking cool heavy metal tracks the entire fucking time. But it it's, kind of feels like it's just like metal like because like it's just like ripping through shit. Yeah. While I'm killing no. demons. That's also from, game soundtrack, and that's like made to be interactive as well as being pretty heavily synth. Like, yeah, there's a lot like, of synthology. I, I don't feel like you can get like a whole lot of like true <clears throat> build up and suspense in like a, a score if you try to no, use it's metal. got it's gotta be all strings. And the thing is, when the where you see that, where you'll see the most of that is like in metal songs, where you'll get that like uh discordant violin and string rise out like mm. and then when the guy closes the door, he either gets stabbed or doesn't. But in the metal song, it's you know like yeah so like but you can't go into a a guy getting stabbed because in a horror movie you want the kill to be like a oh no whereas when you see it with the metal music behind it's like hell yeah get him 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you go from that, it's not a horror movie anymore. You're not an action movie. Yeah, that's yeah, you're not rooting on the killer. So yeah, I just I like I I don't like with horror and metal, it's unfortunately never the twain shall meet because they they don't work together. They one they influence each other enough. What were you gonna say, Aaron? I was just like I was kind of surprised that they used as much like punk rock music as they did in this movie because it kind of took it back to like all the movies that kind of did that in the not like in that same kind of time frame like it kind of i felt like i was you know like it it sort of walked it back a little like a few years to hear because like i hadn't i hadn't heard anything put with a horror movie that sounded like that in quite a while really really since like some early 2000s movies so that was kind of what they're back when you got of. some of those horror movies that were kind of like ve- they had those vehicle soundtracks or like music inspired by yeah uh like that the one that we've brought up a few times now the freddy versus jason uh hey, oh no Jen. Yeah. oh, shit. oh goodness okay hold on we got a uh, kitty cat we got some corrupting tech- technical issues here for the camera for those of you listening along hold on now now but oh all right uh, well, uh, just yeah, just maybe, maybe, maybe lower a little bit too. If I didn't know you had a cat, I would be tripping out right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> ghosts in the machine, bro, yeah, Ghostface <laughs> literally took his name too, <laughs> too seriously. He's oh, no, um, that that was that was another thing I picked up since we're talking about the music. The oh, fucking when uh, maybe not that low. When they when he makes the first oh, kill for the for the guy next to the car, there's that song that's playing outside of the car or inside the car that's really from the, right that's from the first movie. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was dude. like, oh, that, that's they cool. Kind of like half considered that like a little like theme song that they could yeah. use. It's like something that's like yeah. Uh, now, the, uh, that was a nice touch. I know mm-hmm. that it was such a beautiful little like callback to be like this is the first kill now like yeah. you think that this guy was supposed to be a red herring fuck you he's dead <laughs> yeah I know Aaron has but Mike and Alex have either of you seen the trailer for this uh, new movie coming out called Studio 666 yes I have it looks pretty cool actually the I really Foo like, Fighters horror movie yeah I really like the fact that Dave Grohl is stepping into something probably. outside of like just like his typical like music thing because like he's done acting before but like not in like a lead role literally right, right. and he was the devil perfect I mean, concept because that's kind of what they're trying to do with this new movie is like he's kind of delving into dark magics so that he can have more influence to write better foo fighter songs you scooch in a little bit alex a little bit say, yeah, you got there, it. You go. yeah. there you go there you go um but yeah no the movie looks fucking great i i like I, yeah i definitely want to watch it. it looks good fucking carrie king's in it like Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. It looks awesome. It looks awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited okay. to see that too. Uh what I what so what, what I would say about Scream though is yeah. that uh no, I'm I'm with you. Like uh I th- I th- yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Really good. Uh it was a uh, um I'm not as familiar with the franchise as you are. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen all of them, but I've mm-hmm. seen a handful of them. At least like one, two, and three. I think at least. Didn't even know James Hunnabaugh was in three, but you saw it. Or maybe then maybe it wasn't three. Then maybe that that wasn't. 
I don't know. I because it's been so many years. Like it's been a long time since I've seen any of them, That's except right. for the first one I rewatched uh, back in like November or something like that. Yeah, it's a classic. It's so good to rewatch yeah. too. Really good. I was like, this is great, and <laughs> it was actually like right after <laughs> you made me aware that this one was gonna come out. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe we'll all... I literally thought to myself, maybe we'll all end up going to see that together. So I should rewatch the first one right now. That was literally my thinking. It always goes back to the original. Yep. One, and... one... Sorry. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say that, the, like, the only thing that I kind of picked up on, and maybe it's just an opinion, I'm not sure, uh, but I thought, I thought that the way that they... Uh, that they revealed the the killer in the original was a little more like it had a little more weight to it in that movie that it did in the in like the, in the newest one because I didn't I wasn't terribly surprised by who it ended up like the big reveal of it or whatever I kind of like I was following along pretty you know pretty closely with what was going on I I thought at first I thought it was going to be the like the red haired chick. Me too. Me too. Me too. I thought the herring. same thing. Uh, red, yeah. no, red hair. Red hair. Quite Come literally. on, guys. Come on, yeah. guys. See, but I think then, we're reaching on that one, but it makes sense. No. Oh no, I dude. That was yeah. like that was one of my first thoughts, and I'm kind of glad I wasn't sitting right next to you because I would have looked over at you and fucking really <laughs> red <laughs> hair. Ink? Yeah. Come on, but um, I, I you know, but I'm gonna put that with the boots. That like, cause I like I said in the beginning yeah. of this, I went in and I was watching this. Not I wasn't watching a movie. I was watching it like, back lack of a better word, academically. Like, yes. yeah, like right. seeing uh, red hair. Uh, red hair. Nope, she's not the killer. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna write that off right mm. off the bat. Uh, uh, the uh, twins definitely not about to be the Randy killer twins, because nope. they're fucking they're literally related to a legacy character that wouldn't be the killer. Like, right. Yep. Oh, Dewey's all old and grizzled. He's fucking dead. Like, oh my god, dude! As soon as he was at that fucking hospital, I was like, God damn it, he's gonna fucking get gutted, isn't he? He did. He got. That was a cool fucking gutted. Gutted. Front and he got deep. He double, double, oh, double penetrated and lifted. Yeah, and I will say that the uh the. Because it's as well shot as that scene was, because that that was it had to hit like whoever whoever in the collective it was responsible for that scene in this in this uh, was Radio Silence Collective. Yeah, whoever's responsible for that scene deserves all the praise, and the the collective as a whole deserves the praise for the cinematography of this. Yeah, dude, it's beautifully shot. Every shot, I, I one of the phrases I love in filmmaking is every scene is a painting. Just they, yeah, it was nailed that. And the fucking scene the, where they're like, it's Stu Mocker's house. Yeah. Because it was, because it was, really it was Amber that killed Dewey. Uh-huh. So when she gets up close and goes, it was an honor, it's an honor. And then ah, fucking guts him, dude. Mm. That was just, that was some heart wrenching shit. Yeah, like that, that kill hit hard because one legacy character, but two, just the way it was shot. Uh, like almost like, she knew what she had to do, but she didn't know she had stakes. the strength. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your Han Solo. It is Han Solo. It's literally Han Solo. It's the de- that's the point. I know. I just had to. Because, like, if anybody's going to die, why wouldn't it be the guy that they tried to kill from but, the very first fucking movie? 
I, test audience liked him. He fucking got his thumbs up. And he got to save the day the next time. Uh, Actually, no, he got stabbed a lot more the next time. And then he kind of saved the day the next day. But then he got punched. And then he also got attacked quite a bit. But, like, he didn't get stabbed that time. He, I don't think he got stabbed the fourth time either. Maybe. He's been stabbed nine times. We know that. He, he got yeah. stabbed at least four times by Mickey. Like, Mickey um, has easily half of those stabs. Yeah. Easily. He fucking made a shish kebab out of that motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did what did what did uh homeboy say about uh, uh Tara? He's like, oh, she's basically our pin cushion at this point. I was like, Jesus! Yeah, like that <laughs> that was the like line that made times. that made Huey like he's lost it. Like, yeah, which oh god, I don't know. Like, I get that they were like people; they were holding it together and stuff. But like, both of their character flip flips were so hard it's like there's killer reveal and then there's it's that one okay cool like see i i don't know i thought amber's whole influence was like that's it's gonna um it was it was was flimsy her like i said dude her character was very two-dimensional very one-dimensional they were big fans of stab to the point where stab eight being the reboot that it was sucking so badly made them think they need to get more material. So they're like, we're going to stage an entire fucking requel for everybody to fucking get. We'll kill a legacy off. We'll fucking make it all fucking happen, you know? And I don't know. It was just really interesting that that ended up being like the whole way to drive it because these people were so into a movie that they wanted to help make the next movie so they were like well how did the first movie get made bunch of fucking murders guess we're gonna have to do a bunch of fucking murders to get another movie made to get it made right their way yeah Uh, not the way that ryan johnson did it because apparently ryan johnson destroyed the franchise at episode eight yep <laughs> just, gonna, just, up, gonna, just gonna repress that i can see oh. the veins in your head from here that's yeah. gonna be humor later okay um but that's literally what they implied they fucking yeah implied they said that Ryan that. johnson did bad <laughs> shit with stab eight which they didn't call stab eight yeah, and they, it got so meta on itself right there because the the, the uh, dead meat people were like, just call it Stab 8. We know it's Stab 8, which is what I said. I was like, just call it Scream 5. We know, like. They didn't want to call it Scream 5 because they didn't want to discourage people because Scream 4 apparently discouraged people because it was the fourth entry in the franchise and people were like, I don't want to do homework to go see the movie. I, I, now, that's very fair and that's why I feel like a lot of people oh, I'm going to repress that even more. That's why 7, 8, 9 didn't underperform later on. Anyways. Mm. I mean, yeah. yeah it, it's hard to draw new audiences when you're like, I got to watch six fucking movies first. Yeah, um, that's why people, when you talk about the MCU and they haven't watched any of those, they're like, fuck you, dude. There's like 40 different things I got to fucking watch. And, and I got none of that. You, time. Know, you know, what? I, I, I do appreciate that. And what I love about that is that there's certain parts of the MCU that are like, 
all right, then you're not going to understand this show. Don't bother with Loki. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. you got to, you got to, you, you don't want to watch a movie a weekend for six months at this point. Or yeah, like straight like up, you would have like an entire yeah, half 20, a year to catch up. Yeah. yeah. Could have um, just seen them when they came out. I mean, hell, and, dude, I did an MCU <laughs> rewatch well, no, like, over the fucking quarantine, and that shit took me. I want to say just about a week. Yeah. To like, it's because I had like, to do stuff in between not, those fucking it, well, movies. And that's, and there's and that's no way I'm just watching down and like yeah. forcing yourself to get up and walk away. It's yeah, getting into the MCU right now. Like, if someone's like, I've never watched a Marvel movie, and Good fucking and, luck. And, uh, yeah. Well, it, it, it's not necessarily like, oh, everyone's seen at least one. But like, if somebody hasn't watched a Marvel movie at this point, it's a conscious choice. Yeah. yeah. They're they not going to, they're not, someone's yeah. not going to be like, where should I begin my journey in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, I mean, I think you should start depends. with Endgame. It I, is a quite fascinating film, especially if you have no context for yeah. the payoffs. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. The, nothing. That's going to be like a fucking goddamn internet forum just when it oh cool. That's well it's like those uh there are those stuffy reviews for Infinity War that was like uh apparently you're supposed to understand a lot more going into this than your average viewer and it's like no honestly dude like shit. the way these movies perform <laughs> your average viewer has seen enough right that they're going to be like it's Captain America. I saw his movies. Or it's Thor. It's Iron Man. Like I know all these people. Right. It's right. like the comics. Like realistically, you're not gonna have everybody fucking read every arc that coincides with that, that particular that, that fucking leads up storyline. Uh, what was the, what's the one? Secret War. It's got like yeah. Secret not, Wars is gonna happen pretty soon. Well, it, no, it, no, it wasn't Secret. I think it was Civil War Two. Has like 32 branching uh, arcs that lead up. Yeah, so yeah, how they go, and you're supposed to technically like stop halfway through one comic and read another, right? And like that <laughs> happens during that day, and it's like, you, yeah, no one's gonna have time for that, but yeah, you can kind of like dip your toe into one part of it, and then when you join, it's like, ah, there's the guy I'm following, and apparently, Doctor Strange is doing some shit, and uh. That guy who's supposed to be Hulk is not Hulk right now, so that's weird. And <laughs> oh, it's the guy from the movie that everyone complained about, you know? Yeah. Um go and fill in the blank there with whoever. But yeah, there's no real equivalent <laughs> well to that for well Scream, though, because like realistically, like you have to only watch that because like that's where all the story is. Like you could get away with literally just watching the original and then watching this one. Like that, yeah. it oh, would absolutely. still make mostly sense for the most part. Because, like, I think they even say at one point, like, nobody cares about the inferior sequels. You know what? I think if you do, um, Sydney and Gail are like far more psychotic if you only watch Scream One and then the new one, right? Because like, then they're like, no, they're like, it's like, yeah, okay, like bitch. you went through some shit when you were teenage, you were a teenager, we understand that, but then she shows up, like, I left my kids behind to convince a teenager to murder someone, like. <laughs> okay. Well, the older sister wasn't a teenager. No, you're right. She was like early 20s. Yeah. But still, uh, to convince uh, another human being to take someone's life because well, rather actually, than like first, okay, that's uh, never right. You go first. I've got a whole thing. 
she would have had to have been at least in her mid twenties because to be because her sister was eight. She was thirteen when she left. It had been five years, or she left when she was eighteen and it had been five years. But he would have only been able to impregnate the girl in 1996 at the latest. Yeah, that matches. My brother's 94. He's 27. So she'd be 25. Yeah. Yeah. So like mid 20s, early to mid 20s. Yeah. And did they say this is 2022? No, but I no. think it's implied, but they also live in a world that COVID didn't happen. So exactly. That's, cool. that's, 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 that's where it kind of gets it gets a little hazy there because like it's just Nicks. like 2018, 2019. She said it had been 11 years since the last spree or 10 years since the last spree. Then it would be 2021. Kind of like Dexter, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was I was thinking that well the when as soon as the one dead dude showed up. I was like, oh, hey. That oh, hey. Oh, I was like, like dark passenger. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that, that Billy Loomis I'm, showing up. And for for, a, sec- it, for it, a second uh, there, when he showed up, I was like, they're not going to go like take this supernatural route, are they? Because I I can... I could feel Alex like walking up and just taking a pen knife to the no, screen. No, <laughs> that's not right. You did the ghost thing in Scream 3 and everybody fucking hated <laughs> That is a reference to Michael Myers, right? What? Loomis? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Dude, Pretty much I, like like uh, any part of a name that. that sounds like it's a reference Samantha's to a horror last franchise. Name or Samantha Terrace's last name was Carpenter. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Blonde cool. haired, cool. bleach yeah. blonde kid was Wes. Yeah. And they had Craven. a big banner yeah. at the party that said for Wes because yeah. this movie was literally and radio ended- silence being like, I really hope Wes Craven would have loved this. It ended with for Wes. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I think he would. That was I really Wes Craven. Wes Cra- huh? That was really like for Wes was Wes Craven. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Like that's why they had the party in honor of he Wes's death. Yeah, he died like a, a while after. Really? The, yeah, after like Scream Four. Scream Four was his last movie. Fuck! Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought he was still yeah. alive. Yeah. No, yeah, he Fuck. died a while ago. Oh man! I miss that. Um, yeah. So wait, you think you think he wouldn't have liked this one? I think he would have. Oh okay. Yeah, because like honestly, he always wanted these movies to be a certain level of like extreme. He. I feel he, like they always kind of with the garage door. That's a great scene. He had gore scenes in the first couple that they were literally considering NC-17 rating. And that's why the Tatum scene at the beginning is like chopped up and like you like get like this like weird like movement to it and you barely linger on it at all. In the original cut, it's like it slowly zooms in and it's like it sits on like fucking Tatum's dead corpse hanging from the tree. (laughs) Dude, that that shit was that's probably one of my yeah, favorite opening scenes in any horror yeah, movie I've seen. One. I yeah, still oh, get yeah, like that visceral, visceral like ah, reaction to that because it's still there. Yeah, because yeah. her and her boyfriend get gutted and she gets hung up in the tree. Dude, yeah, they they fuck her up in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strong start. So where do you where Aaron Mike? Where do you guys put this one? And yeah, what are you guys rating? 
I mean, as as someone who I mean, I skipped the third one entirely. I've never seen it. Uh, don't plan. Don't have plans on seeing it. Obviously, goes to the bottom. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, I mean, I'm torn. Fun movie to watch though, because like Alex was saying about four, four just felt fresher. Um, it was shot in Ann Arbor, Michigan. No, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah! Cool. Like that. um, it just it felt fresher. It felt like it it introduced more more depth to the to like to the the killers. <clears throat> Oh, excuse yeah, me. Jill was a great fucking villain. Like, uh, I, I didn't, and I didn't see her coming. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm glad because I, like I, I feel like she did a really good job of playing like the I'm the new Sydney. Yeah, when when that when that switch happened, I was like, oh, holy shit! You know, that was the first time in the franchise, honestly, other than being a you know, young child. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that this time it wasn't the new Sydney that was yeah. the killer. She um, was a fucking killer. Well. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Her fucking the yeah, dude! Her literal fucking hunting knife spree Ooh. on that dude was the Ooh. fucking first stab going through his cheek and shit. Oh, mm. I loved that. That was good. It, they, they. Oh my god, that it was, was really just good. Vengeance. So I, I'm, vengeance. I'm vengeance. I don't want to say out of spite, <laughs> but that's a little bit. Out of spite, that I'm gonna say my ranking is gonna go one, four, five, two, three, just because four, yeah. four had the most originality to it. So five's yeah. the newest one, right? Yeah. So five's coming in the third spot. In the third spot. All right. Huh. Yeah. All right. It's, Interesting. It was. It was good. Whereas, because four felt like like it, it, when I say originality, I mean it, the meta wasn't like as like pushed into your face as it was in this one this it was it was still, it was still meta but like the movie can exist on its own without the other ones having to had exist true oh okay i see what you mean yeah like that's true like as a as a requel you could you could have yeah. started at scream four and gone from there yeah kirby's dead who's kirby Hayden Panettiere's character. Oh yeah, she was so good. She was like the the Randy oh, almost, yeah. but like they had Rory almost be like the Randy also, and like I don't know, man. I just I really wish that she should have could have like actually came back in some way. I'm pretty sure she's retired from acting at this point, but like no, she's on that one show. Is she? Yeah, she's on that like uh, country music, uh, bro. For Empire. real. Yeah, yo, I didn't know that. Show. I thought terrible. for sure that she had retired from acting. No, no, it's it's like a show on CMT. So like, you never like. There's then no why way. was she not in Scream Five to come in and be like, "Hey, I got stabbed up by a guy that had a crush on me," and then play the nice guy card? They, dude, they didn't bring her. They didn't bring Stu. Uh, well, of course, I, they didn't bring back Stu because like I'm saying that they're they're gonna they're gonna kill off the legacy characters one by one. Just like another famous sequel trilogy. Hey. And it's going to go fucking Dewey this time and then Gale in the next one. And Dude. then finally, Sydney will die in the in the nope. stream eight. Nope. 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 Because Sydney can't die. And that's the thing. Sydney is. To finish off the end of the story, kind of like how the last Skywalker had to die. <laughs> hey. 
just just fucking pounding that into the dirt aren't we? It's, I'm, 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 <laughs> it's not gonna end up being the actual sequel trilogy i'm i'm that's not how they're gonna play this i i really really don't hope for the longevity of my sanity's sake that like the next movie doesn't get some different director who like totally fucks up the franchise fucks it up and like and then he goes and makes a really good he's gonna have her get killed and then that's when they'll bring back fucking stew in the goddamn eighth one and it'll be like somehow stew is returned or some shit (laughs) like I thought he was dead. I dropped the TV on him. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess here he is, though. <laughs> I mean, and then Sydney fights him in a lightsaber battle. <laughs> and just when oh. Stu goes to stab Sydney, she's a hologram. Hey, all we can really say is that this was no stab five. There was no time travel. There was no contrived plots. You know, they didn't just fucking say poo-poo to the rest of the story. Come on. It's not stab five. It's not stab five. I'll give you that. And you know what? It's not, it's not the uh it's not the Thor the Dark World of the Scream franchise. Oh no. Honestly, that that I'm giving it to necessary, but come on, man. (laughs) Mrs. Fucking Loomis, really? Yeah. I I I was I I I I despised that i I, th- I thought that was the lamest reveal it was originally going to be jerry o'connell and the the roommate that sydney had but that script got leaked on the internet so they had to change the script because they wanted it to be a surprise <sighs> dude just make the movie man like they wanted that's it to what be a happened surprise. with that fucking, that fucking hateful eight movie is to be that that script got leaked and he was like oh i gotta rewrite it real quick and I'll just put the N-word in there a bunch of times. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine how many times he wrote the N-word in the first draft? Oh, I would hope not as many. And that he you rushed know. it. Well, <laughs> probably a lot more. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He really likes that word. Anyway. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, man. <laughs> Aaron, okay, where'd you so, write this movie? Yeah, Aaron, what, what um, would you think? Well, yeah. It was funny that that you said something earlier to the effect of like, oh, if you only see the, if you only watch the original and then went into this, you'd probably be fine without see. Which is my entire perspective. Of Wait, you've never um, seen the sequels? No, I haven't. But like, I, I mean, I'm, well, I'm well, I just spoiled point. a lot of those killers for well, you. It, I mean, it's you know, it, they're it's my fault because they're old movies <laughs> they're anyway. Two so, old. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm behind the ball with that because this like. This is kind of the thing with this series is I'm I'm super familiar with you know like the the actual like what it is and like the whole the whole franchise of it and stuff or like you know the it just at least what it's about and like you know definitely seeing the I I said I mentioned this earlier but I think you were out or I don't know um you just weren't all in the same room but I was saying that like had I not gone back and watched that like two days ago um I I would have been a bit more lost I feel like. Because there's, like I said, there's a lot of returning characters. There's a lot of, like, you know, different, like... Patrick Swayze in the mirror? Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> this, yeah. This is a random guy that shows up every so often that's covered in blood for some reason. <laughs> um, right. Hey, they recreated his wounds from the first movie. That, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I was it that. just... Did he have all the wounds the whole time? Or did, were they, was he getting more throughout? Because I feel like he was, like... I the first time so. she, the first time you see him, he just had the 
Yeah. Like in the thing, he just had the wound. But then by the end of it, the last time you see him, when he like nods at the knife, he's got like all the bullet holes in the hole in his head. If I'm not mistaken. I mean, that could be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't really paying attention to the wounds. I, I just kind of saw the bloody shirt and I was like, ah, it's like where he got stabbed. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that I, yeah, a lot of the, uh, just, it, it was, it was a really cool looking movie. Um, I, I loved how the, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird, I guess, but I, I'm, whenever, whenever there's like a lot of blood in a movie or like whenever there's like those kind of shots, it's, it has to be like, it has to look really specific. Like, and in this, they made it look as realistic as they could. And it mm-hmm. added so much to it because they didn't, they didn't like overuse it and throw just a shit ton at you but it was enough to kind of like you know have that added a little you know yeah yeah it was like some of it was actually like fairly real like it looked like you know especially with like a lot of the stabbing and stuff and a lot of like the actual you know like impact of it and stuff was cool um yeah when i went through her hand in the fucking opening uh, attack that shit was like whoa Uh, that was a good effect they really nailed the fucking cgi knife this time yeah uh, um shot to the head at the end uh the way the brain just kind of pooped out the back rather than just being like a spurt of blood there was like a chunk of that she emptied the clip into him yeah Yeah. um so yeah i like i will say that i i'm probably going to go back and watch the rest of them just because it's I mean, it's a fun series, and that's that was pretty much what I kind of walked away from it before. I was like, I was like, you know, it's it's not meant to be the most like, you know, the, like the, the most serious horror movie or the most serious like slasher that's out there. Like, it's kind of mm-hmm. it really kind of you know, it's it plays a lot into itself, and there's a lot of like, you know, very like you know, meta, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, there's a lot of that stuff which I which I really appreciate, and it was like. It was really smart how they placed it all in there too. Like it was, it, it felt like they knew, like that you know, to keep the the integrity of the first, you know, of the originals and stuff. They really had to like, you know, kind of dive head first into the, you know, into that kind of stuff because I think that's that's really what the first movie did super well too. Is that they, you know, all of the all of the calls to to like all the other horror movies that were big and how how there she was. In the first one, he's asking her all the questions about uh, what is it, Halloween? I think Halloween yep. or yeah, it is Halloween, and then Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, because she gets that one wrong, and he's like, "Ha ha, you stupid bitch! You, I didn't say part two. I said <laughs> fucking hot Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Um. So for that, um, I, I mean, I give it four out of five. I think. I think that's. You yeah. know, it's still. I think that. You know, there's there's definitely like, uh. <laughs> there was there was a few moments where I was kind of like, all right, really? Like that's what we're doing? Like that's you know, or the uh, I think the part that got me the most was when uh, when they they made they made a reference of like, oh, you got to make sure that they're dead. You know, like double tap them basically. And right. Fucking the chick like she got like a burned face and she's like running towards the camera and they pop yeah. her like four times or whatever. I thought <laughs> like, the show was so funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I thought it was cool. I liked I liked how it you know I, outside of being kind of like a shot for shot you know reboot read whatever you want to call it um it's to to some extent i feel like of the first one um uh yeah i mean if if you're gonna if you're gonna take on a series that's been around for so long then you know this is kind of the way to do it i think really mm-hmm. oh. oh yeah i like that yeah i liked it a lot 
So it's your number two Scream movie is what you're saying. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Of like, all I, the Scream yeah. movies I've seen, this yeah. is number two. This is, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'd, I'd say they're, they're kind of tied, really. Like, that says a lot. Oh, they're tied even. Yeah. Oh, I mean, as just, a mayor. Just having that, you know, having that side-by-side kind of thing. Like, there's, I feel like there was stuff that this movie did just based on how much time has passed and, like, what's actually, what they're capable of doing right movie like this now versus when they made it way back then um i there's something there's something about like hospital scenes that to me just kind of get me like they just they're they're just it's too real to me like it's a very real setting for like actual crazy shit to happen and like the the one that that really always you know kind of gives me chills is the i think it's it's in one of the halloween movies i think it's the second one halloween too yeah 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 where she like wakes up in the whole hospital yeah and it's like really eerie and stuff yep i i fucking i got that same kind of feeling from from this movie when she's like pushing herself through the cat um (laughs) bring them on screen through the cat (laughs) oh no she's like she's pushing herself in the wheelchair and stuff and kind of struggling with it and like you can tell that like something's about to happen. Like there's they're building up. It, there was, and then, it was it was almost. I I actually really liked that scene a lot because it was almost painful. Like how slow. Like she was going so hard, but she could only move so slowly. So yeah. it was like painful in the audience yeah. to watch that. Like oh, just go faster. Loved yeah. the ghost great. face fucking ultimatum there. You just tell me. Yeah, kill, which one do you want me kill to kill your sister? Or kill your boyfriend. And as it turns him. out. And it's like, if she would have just said kill the boyfriend, he would have been like, oh, you're such a bitch. I'm like, yeah. oh, this shit. And then, like, he wouldn't have gotten fucking killed at all. Right. Exactly. Half the plan. Yeah. Which is part of what made the movie great. Like, it was like this, too. You know what I mean? So, like, you can have. And that might have been smarter writing if she says kill my boyfriend and then he kills his sister. And the boyfriend has to pretend like he doesn't know. Right. Why? She just well, she doesn't know, or he wouldn't know that like she said anything. Yeah. Right. Oh, true. And she'd be like, and he, he, yeah, she would know, and he would know, but neither of them could say it to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's not meta enough. No, that's that's more of an actual whodunit <laughs> at that actual, point. Yeah. Like I said, if they wanted to start off the next one revealing the one killer right off the bat and make me figure out who the accomplice is, I feel like that'll be more of a mental workout. Rather than like seeing that'd be one, fun, like just knowing that there's the one that, like according to the rules, hasn't been a danger, uh, is the loner. They rarely call her out on anything, and they're just like, oh, "Of course it'd be her." Yeah, like they did with you know Skeet. I did enjoy the line when uh, he's talking later. He's like, "Dewey pegged me right off the bat. He took <laughs> one look at me." I love that. Yeah. <laughs> If you would have just listened to Dewey in the beginning, you wouldn't have had this problem. Literally off the fucking bat. Yeah. How long have you known? Six months. I think he was like, yeah, okay, six months. Cool. That's it's bullshit. Yep. <laughs> I love that how he was just like, did he know that you were Billy Loomis's daughter? And she was like, no, uh-uh. It's like, how did he hear through the door and stuff? Right, yeah. Why is he listening at the fucking door? God damn it. So many clues. Yep. I wanted to I wanted to touch on real quick the uh the um who was who was the blonde chick that got killed outside? The yeah. sheriff. Yeah, that 
that was brutal and like <laughs> it was it was crazy that they like I, I had to I had to kind of suspend my my disbelief a little bit because I I feel like for something like that to happen and in a neighborhood outside in the middle of the day well I did like, like nobody's gonna see that but at the same time like you just you don't see that in like it's usually at night it's usually you know just sort of yeah. see like something and honestly like you look that. at it it took all of what 20 seconds yeah. i mean and, and dude how, was wearing a mask yeah and then how how they show him like because we you know you know that, that he's inside not really sure what's going on and like every time he looks outside or like goes through you know next to the door or whatever you're like you know, there's that there's that weight to it, which is cool. Why? Uh, to that. Why is Ghostface always the same height though? Because it's always the same stunt actor. Well, not always, well, but like I'm he was though, the same but stunt actor. You, know, guys, you know, the only time that they ever, was short. The only time they ever had Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard in the actual Ghostface costume was the look out behind you, Jamie. That scene. That was All the right. only time that it was actually Skeet Ulrich under the cloak. Yeah, because oh. the other times, it's literally just no, a stunt actor that can get fucking beat up and kind shit. Of a good point, though. You, uh, though... Because, like, I they only ever show them at, like, certain, like, angles and stuff, too. So, like, true. it makes them look taller or it makes them look and, more daunting and in the sense. if you see Ghostface, he's either running around ducking and being all, like, trying to kill you or, popping or he out fucking at you. kills you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the people wouldn't be like, but, like, we, the viewer, yeah, we would notice the difference between fucking Huey and Homegirl. Like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they're literally, like, a foot apart. Yeah, yeah. literally. Like, and I just, I don't know, she picked up, picked up Dewey. Like, she, she, that, <laughs> Reddit, bro. she didn't, like, that, lift him off the ground. She just kind of fucking dug into him. True. Oh, yeah, it's true. Uh, Can't believe they killed so, Dewey, though. But yeah, I knew they were going to, though. Like, I was like, of all the legacy characters that are like technically expendable, Dewey is the one. And it sucks because I like David Arquette. But no one's going to be driving around with that on a van like an asshole. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's why that's one upside to their quote unquote toxic fandom. Yeah, I love the fact that this was about toxic fandoms to the point where it was like, Fuck the sequels. Sometimes the sequels suck and you gotta fucking write your own shit. You oh, so you mean I'm in the middle of a fucking fan fiction? Technically. Literally. They technically, literally said uh, that. One, th- one thing I did appreciate was uh, <clears throat> Gail uh, at the end when they were talking about writing the book. Mm. And she said, nope, let those fuckers die in anonymity. Yeah. I, I actually liked that yeah, too. I like that, that because cool. that's something that's like kind of part of the book. Like, global conversation right now is yeah, yeah it's like not talking about who the people actually these, do the thing yeah um not glorifying them in any way by putting their names out there like what was that fucking uh the boston bomber guy that right fucking, right right yeah, usa today or something put out like most handsome terrorists like jesus christ because that's what we need that's what we fucking need <laughs> um so as far as like social commentary, I kind of I kind of enjoyed this one. I got, I got a little a little hazy eyed when she said, "Maybe I'll write a book about a good sheriff." Yeah, that <laughs> I was, was like, "Damn, yeah, damn, Gail, you gotta write about the life and times of Dewey Riley and how he got stabbed as many times as Fifty Cent got shot, <laughs> and how he didn't get a good mustache until he died." 
Dude, right? He yeah. had the best mustache best in this movie. Yet. Because like all the other ones were like just slightly too small, but this one sat perfectly on his lip, and it was part of a pe- like salt and pepper beard. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Yeah, it was just yeah, it just worked for the character too. <laughs> Certified great mustache, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but I, I, are we ready to wrap this one I up? I think so. I think I've said all I can say without circling back. Uh, right. I could say Star more, Wars. but yeah, no, I no, yeah, I mean, so you guys will, yeah, like, do more episodes about this because, like, I don't know. I love Scream. I well, love the in jokes. I, I, mean, I love the things that they really kind of like hold a mirror to about the franchise in its own way, too. Yeah, and it was it was a tasteful sequel. I'm, I'm, well, we've yeah. got this group, yeah. you know, review that we're doing here, but we still got to do a full odd like. Dissection, dissection, like yeah. you know, we talked about doing. Ooh. Where we're gonna, we're if, gonna the, if this gets and, on VOD pretty soon, then I'm definitely down to do that because yeah, I gotta and, watch it more. And, oh, yeah. and I'm really glad uh, we we all went and saw it together. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm glad we went opening night too yeah. because like yeah, it was definitely one of the things that I've been looking forward to for a while. Yeah. Obviously, when yeah. it was announced that it was actually finally coming out, I was ecstatic Hell to say yeah. the least because like. It's like it, like they said in the actual fucking movie. It's been eleven fucking years, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's been a while. Yeah, and to and to come out with it and have it be this good. It's actually it be, really good. Yeah, we uh, all liked it. Uh, yeah, I was kind of like going in expecting to like it, regardless of how I actually felt about it. But like, I genuinely really like it. This exceeded movie. those expectations for the most part. Yeah, because yeah, like there, there was a couple of parts that I was like, oh, that's not really something that i very much enjoy about it but like those parts were like so easy to overlook like literally honestly right when amber was like welcome to act three i was like fuck yeah dude we're in this bitch now this is when it gets interesting right i was about it yeah that was that was a cool scene that was definitely the best like final confrontation since the original hell yeah yeah, you know what's unfortunate yeah. is I feel like you really could use that as a really, really good two weeks after release commercial line mm-hmm. because out of context, if you haven't seen the movie yet, like you know, screams meta, um, and I just feel like her holding the gun and saying "Welcome to Act 3 is like a really cool like trailer line. Yeah, but if you know Scream, you're gonna see that and go. Oh, she's definitely the killer. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But again, that's is first first scene, dude. First scene, I saw her and I was like, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Like well, I don't know the fact that she never, myself. the fact that she never got attacked or like seen near a ghost face. I right. was like, that's sus. Like there's no getting around it. Right. I always I always pay attention to the person that busts in the room after shit gets wild. Right, I'm always like, and they played with us on that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I think we'll definitely when this when this gets VOD and we do our dissection, there's going to be something to that whole Netflix scene. I'm sure there's a line of dialogue in there that we're going to see the next time and go, "Oh, holy shit!" Like, because he was watching the stab movies for the first time when he's a big fan. Yeah. Exactly. He didn't need to rewatch those fucking movies. He was watching them to get fucking a goddamn mental boner about the fact that he was about to go pull off his own fucking stab movie. Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, great that's, time. Uh, that's that's the Lost in the Box Scream uh, Scream Five. I also yeah. want to just say that when I saw that Jack Quaid was in this movie, I had at least an eighty percent sure that he was going to be either the second to last kill or a ghost face. I was like, there's no getting around it. If he doesn't die before the third act, he's a ghost face. Like when that's I scream mess, he's like already at oh, a no. level of oh. like acting. So like, he's like a very big pole. So I don't know. He was already like one of the bigger like stars they on the list that they didn't just like kill off in the fucking first act. Like, with like Kyle Gallagher, I was like, okay, he's a horror veteran. He might survive. Nope, he was literally the first death. Right. What was the? What was? I feel like this had a fairly high kill count. Is this like the most that they've? No, I don't know. So. Um, I don't know. I don't remember how many like actually died because there was a few that like straight up just lived. There like was, I, I feel like yeah. this has the most like survived people that got fucking stabbed. Judy West. Yeah, Dirt by Judy West. Um, Dewey. Dewey. You get. Um, That's it. Redhead girl. Redhead girl. Uh, That's they, dude, they. And then, the two, then the two killers. The two killers. Because no, the twins no, survived. Uh, yeah, the twins survived. But they. Oh, the cop in the, the, all the cops, hospital. The in the hospital. Mm. So uh, at least a couple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Roman still has, or no, Jill would have the most kills or hmm. it was either Roman or Jill had the most kills because Roman acted alone. So he didn't split any of his kills and he got like nine or so. Yeah. 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 Sounds about right. I don't know. I have to rewatch it. Cause like, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Yeah. I'll say as, as far as like movies, you know, meta movies that I always need to rewatch like fight club kind of thing mm-hmm. like i'm sure when we watch scream five again for the second time there's going to be a lot that's like ah right there that's that's when you knew tyler was him like oh you obvious. see that flash of oh, Tyler right in the beginning no one ever no one ever interacts with him oh she was never attacked by a ghost face kind of thing you know no i'm sure on, on a rewatch we'll pick up on a lot more of that some some i love about movies like this i'm trying to remember there's there's one in particular i'm thinking of that was just chaos um is like when when the movie keeps going and you just see everything around the house as it's happening so like as scenes are going on you see like the blood or like there's somebody like dead in the background or something but it's like it's all continuous so it keeps you know it keeps it keeps you kind of like in the scene of like oh shit like this there's a lot of shit going on in this house like i don't know it's just a cool touch to me i was mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff like it's not it's not like a fresh scene it's like it's a continuation of like all this crazy shit that's going on in this house. Right. Like the scene is still ongoing. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what that movie was. I'm thinking of it's like a, I don't know. I'll have to find it. It's it's something. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to to figure it out. Yeah. Find out next time. Next time (laughs) on lost in the box. Um, but yeah, we are we ready to wrap this Yeah, I think, uh, I think yeah. that'll do it. Uh, that'll do us from here. Yeah. Uh, yeah All right. We get talking about it again. If you enjoyed this episode, 
and you would like to support us as well as our band, you can head over to patreon.com slash bogwraithmi. That's bogwraithmi. Thanks so much, everybody.